Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-death series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. And again, Tara is, I think she's late. She said she will try to be here. Yep. And that's fine. She might be. Yep. Whenever she's here, that's fine. Yep. Um, so it's just going to be us. And so we didn't know last week what we were going to talk about. So <laughs> I think it was late Sunday night. I sent a message out to you and Tara and you were probably already asleep. And I said, let's talk it about was. the candy thief. Because <laughs> we've mentioned it a couple times. Mm-hmm. We still need to do a show for the candy thief. So yep. let's just do it. Let's just do it. So this time we're going to talk about the candy thief. Mm-hmm. Now, you have stated already several times what your theory is, but let's re- revisit that just so that right. everybody knows what your theory is. And I think I agree with you. Okay. I think, and I've thought this for years, I remember talking about it on AdWolf with mm-hmm. people, and I think it's an initiation, right? I think when somebody comes into the squad, they have to steal the candy from, from Eve's office. Right. And that's not to say that... The candy thief doesn't strike when there's not a new person because I think her whole squad isn't on the joke now. You know, um, yeah, and it's very possible that when we talked about that it may have been also McNabb, even though he's not a member of Eve's squad, yeah. um, he would have probably been pegged to like... I bet you he was involved at some point, but I also think that McNabb was a red herring because I see a lot of people that think it's McNabb because of that scene on Holiday where Candy, where Feeney says he's a known candy thief. Right. And I'm like, mm, eh, I don't think it's McNabb. I think he yeah. might, at this point now, be in on it, but it, I don't think he was like the yeah. original candy thief. And I, I think, I'm even going to go so far as to say they they might have talked Rourke into it because I Rourke be has surprised. been a part of their investigations. I would not so be surprised much. at all, and it's and, something he would do to mess with her, right? And because yeah. he's every once in a while, she she's there and she comes to her office, and he's mm-hmm. already there doing something on his, you know, PPC mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. But so I he, will say, I don't think he was the. I don't think he's the mastermind. I don't think he came up with this. I don't think so either. I don't think that this was his thing because I see a lot of people that are like, well, I think Rourke does it because he wants her to eat healthy. I'm like, yeah, but it's not like he's leaving grapes behind. (laughs) Well, well, okay. But there has been a couple of times there was, um, one time, let me look. So, um, the can, we have a candy thief, uh, page on our wiki on the wiki. Yeah. Yeah, Let's look at that. And I forgot. Yeah, you can pull it up and list, and it it lists most of them. I don't think it's got all. Yeah, I was gonna say it probably hasn't been updated in a while. Um, oh, um, this was in Leverage. Okay. Says she stepped over to her auto shift. She programmed an alfalfa power smoothie. Her latest hiding place for her candy stash. Oh, and, and that's what says, she ended up getting. Yeah. Yeah. She pulled out an alfalfa power smoothie. Right. So. But yeah, I don't, but I still don't think that, I don't think Rourke came up with the idea. I don't think he, you know, he might've come up with that, but I don't think he was the one that was, is behind it all. 
Right. I think this is an ongoing thing that has happened for a long time. Right. Within her squad. Yeah. So, and yeah, and I, I do love the, I didn't, I guess I haven't really thought about that, but I do like the idea of them bringing Rourke in on it. I think that's kind of fun. I, yeah. I mean, if it's an initiation, right. Like you're yeah. saying, yeah, they, they might've brought in uh, any number of people. Yeah. Nadine. Nadine. Feeney. Feeney. Um, <laughs> Whitney. <laughs> Whitney might've done it. You know, I mean, that's another Mira. thing I could see. That's another thing I could see Whitney, uh, Whitney doing just to, yeah. you know, you know, cause he's so, you know, straight laced and, yeah, but every once in a while you see that side of him where you're like, "Oh, I think you know how to have a little fun." Yeah, and, and if they all said like, "We've all shirt. done it, and this is an initiation, right?" And you know, yeah, I um, love it. Mira might have even Mira. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, even though I, I don't know, she'd have a hard time. She would have a hard. Time. She'd have a hard time keeping she, it. She, she might have been the one to replace the alfalfa. Power smoothie, though. I mean, you know, I mean, it does sound like because I feel like Rourke's feelings on, especially her candy, because he gets her the good stuff. Yeah, is that at least she's eating, right? Yeah, you know, it's not that you know he's not going to take her candy so that she can be healthier. No, he's thinking, oh, at least she'll get something in her stomach, right? He doesn't bother to eat ninety percent of the time. And he's always giving her at the house. She, he's always trying to make her something a little bit more healthy every once in a while. Right. Yeah. So, so I don't think he worries too much about what he, what she eats on the job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm with you. I think it's a, an initiation, right? Just FYI. Just FYI. I um, appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, but so I did, I asked a couple of questions on our, um, on our Instagram and we actually got quite a few responses, um, on our Instagram, uh, as far as who people think it is, uh, leafling bags said it's Whitney. No one would question if he goes into her office and she wouldn't suspect him. Again, I don't know that I agree with that. I, you know, like I said, he might be in on the, he might, be he might have on done it, it once. But I don't think he's the candy thief. Right. Because I feel like he doesn't have time for that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't. Um, BP Fairs responded, it's the whole squad covering for each other. Initiation, right? So she agrees with you. Um, Chase's dream also said the same thing. I think it's a contest between all the members of her unit. Lindsay Leak says, I'm with y'all. I think it's a division initiation that all new members of the squad take part in. Yay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Michelle K. Same thing. It's the entire squad. It's a collaborative effort. Yeah. Now, Holly Graham, 83, had mm-hmm. a really, I, she said this and I was like, oh, huh, that, that's interesting. I, okay. I don't, this might be, 
So Holly Graham says, I don't believe there is a candy thief. I think Eve eats her candy and forgets to restock (laughs) and in in moments of crisis finds her stash gone. I actually kind of love that. Right? I don't know that I agree, but I I, love the the theory. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, it it could be, you know. It could. It absolutely could. No, she's saying in moments, she's saying um, forgets to restock and in moments of crisis finds it gone. But what if in moments of crisis when Eve is stressed or whatever, she's actually eating it and then forgetting like because it's a crisis moment you know yeah so she's forgetting she ate it i mean i would not be surprised by that at all you know stress eating yeah yeah no i can people like people getting up in the middle of the night and and sleep eating you know yeah that kind of thing i i'm i like it i like that theory like i said i don't know that i agree but i like it (laughs) i mean no that's that's valid yeah i mean you know, it, I, it really is because, like, what? I mean, who else would know all of? Like, there was one. Um, I don't know which one it is, but um, it may be the one where, like, you were saying earlier, the one in the where she put uh, the ceiling tiles. Yeah. Um, so, Vendetta. I, mean, I want to see that's in Vendetta or something. Yeah, like that. Vendetta. She not only did did she hide it in the ceiling tiles. It had a um, a pack of dye. Yeah, she booby trapped it. Booby trapped. Yeah. yeah. Um, that she had the remote for to turn it off. Oh yeah. So, you know, I mean, maybe she. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I do. So, I like that theory. That's a good theory. It really is a good theory. I mean, that's yeah. that's probably my number two now. Yeah, yeah, I'm behind that. After I, the squad I, yeah. initiation, after right? After the squad and initiation, right? I remember when when I first brought this up on AdWolf. I remember arguing with a few people um, who insisted that that was wrong, and Nora would never. She would never write anything so mean because she's the one person who was really vehemently against it. Was she was you know. That's just mean. Initia- initiation rights are just hazing. And I'm just like, no, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. You're looking at it from that perspective, but that's not necessarily what it is. You right. Know, an initiation right doesn't have to be hazing. It doesn't have to be mean. It's not the same thing. Right. Hazing doesn't have to be mean. You know what and I'm saying? I, I think that if they, if Eve genuinely was pissed off, I mean, she's right. pissed off. Don't get me wrong. Right. But she's, it's more a game to her now. Right. She is determined to find out who it is. Yeah. If, if it had really genuinely upset her, or they would, her. they would have stopped doing it. They would it. have stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think that's what this is. I think it's more, it's all in good fun. Yeah. I think so and too. Yeah. Um, Jackie Lemon, again, I, I always thought it was more than one person stealing her candy. Your idea of an initiation right for new members of her squad is a good one. The other grim girl said, I am convinced it's the entire bullpen. They looped Rourke in after they got married. Yeah. I got, like I said, I guess I never really thought of that before, but I love that. I think that's, yeah, I'm going to go with that as my new head cannon that works in on it too. Yeah. Um, so there you go. There you go, Yvonne. 
<laughs> he she is said in the face- She said in the Facebook group, I've always thought it's Rourke, but I know this theory always gets blown out of the water. <laughs> I don't have any, if it's, if it's an initiation, right? I absolutely, he's been involved mm-hmm. yep, I agree. at least once or twice. Yep. I agree. Now, now that I've thought about it, which like I said, I've just never really thought about it. When people have said Rourke, I'm like, no way it's not Rourke. Like, cause I was looking at it as he, you know, they're saying he's the mastermind and this was all, and this is all him, but that's not what it is. It's, mm-hmm. you know, the squad is like, Hey man, you got to do this, you know? <laughs> and I think he totally would go along with it. Oh yeah. You know, Hey, hundred percent. so-and-so went to get it and it's in the ceiling tiles, but she's booby trapped it. And Rourke yep. would be like, no problem. Turn no that booby problem. trap off. You got it. <laughs> absolutely yeah yes yes <laughs> oh my god i love it so louisiane babin said if it's not some sort of initiation right for eve's team it must be feeny who else would know her preferences habits and likely hiding places yeah she said that essentially the same thing on on facebook she said I like the idea that it's some sort of initiation ritual, bet or dare within the homicide department. But if that's not the case, then my money is on Feeney. Who knows your habits and routines better than your former partner? Right. And um, we have another follower on Instagram, HEV616. And she just says, Feeney. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, when you think about it, if it's Feeney, I mean, you could absolutely say well maybe it's maybe he sees this as just furthering her training he was her trainer yeah you know yeah i could i mean feeney is a definite you know he's a suspect um i could see it being feeney but Mm -hmm. i still i still go number one with the the Yeah. yeah yeah but yeah feeney is definitely a suspect Right. <laughs> um, Grammy Butt says, I don't think Nora will ever tell us. Uh, but she says, I like to think it's true heart. <laughs> no, no, man. True heart. I think that somebody could have talked true heart into it, but masterminding the whole thing. No. no. And besides that, we saw the candy thief before true heart came in. Right. That's true. So- I think the first appearance of the candy thief is what holiday or ceremony. Where did our wiki go? I lost it. When, when true heart came in. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. When the first appearance of the candy thief was. Oh, so the first candy thief appearance seems to have been, um, well, Holiday, but that was the that's the one where McNabb was. Yeah. So conspiracy. Conspiracy. I'd have to look and see if there was any before that, but I don't think there was. I think that's true. I mean, there, like I said, there was one in Holiday. Um. And then yeah, so conspiracy witness, yeah, yeah, it it catches on after that. Right. But I mean, yeah, we met Trueheart in Conspiracy, but there's no way he met eve and all of a sudden it's like i'm gonna start stealing her candy i mean no right right <laughs> no but and also on top of that she says the the quote from conspiracy is somebody's been stealing my candy again she complained 
Yeah. So, so it's happened before. That means it's happened before. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's not True Heart. Like we said, it could very well be that True Heart is in on it now, but it's not him as the mastermind. Right. Yeah. So, um, my next question, I think, was what's your favorite candy thief moment? And which one did you say was your favorite candy thief moment? I love the M for mine from reunion. And I love the, um, like I said, I do believe, I believe it's fantasy where she's got it taped outside the window. Oh no. It was in the recycler in fancy and fantasy. <laughs> I think, that I think that's one, one of my favorites. Yeah. I that think was that's a good one, one too. Yep. I forgot about that one where she kind of like roar comes in and he's like, I need some of your candy give it over, you know? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And it's in the recycler and, and he's like kind of grossed out by that. She's t- she tells him not to be so damn delicate or. Yeah. If you're going to be so dainty, give it back. Dainty. Yes. But then here's the thing that I didn't, I didn't um, remember, but I read it and I was like, Oh, I kind of felt sorry all over again for Rourke. And he said, there was a time I rooted through alley garbage for food without a thought. Things change. <laughs> he unwrapped the candy, took a bite, but apparently not that much. <laughs> so yeah, that was one of my favorites. Yes, that was a good one. Definitely. definitely. I, I also like the one where um, McNabb got into the backseat of her, of the DLE urban and said, Hey, yes. there's candy tape back here. Yeah, that was a good one. Yep. <laughs> Memory. Okay. Yep. I mean, that's what it was. I was, it was an orange book. And that's what I'm okay. like, can't think of what it is. Yeah. Yep. Rising, she went to her window, shoved it up. Cold and wet spilled in as she leaned out and tore free the evidence bag she fixed to the outside wall. <laughs> I mean, at least she's putting them in, in evidence bags. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. I love it. Because that's so. the one, the quote isn't on the wiki, but that's the one where she she did it in front of Peabody. And then Peabody's like, you get, you've got candy taped outside and she's like yeah and if you and if it's gone i'll know who took it and he's <laughs> like well i've never been any part of any taking of candy from this office uh really no i haven't which that's the start of the squad kind of making comments like that was when mm-hmm. he said that and there's another one with like i said santiago yeah delusion He'd only been assigned to her for a few months, but he'd slipped right into the rhythm. She considered, angled her head. I bet you know who's stealing my candy. He gave her a blank cop stare. What candy? Yeah, (laughs) that's what I thought you'd say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because. So right there. I mean, that's a pretty big clue right there. Yeah. I, I honestly do think that. Mm-hmm. But you never know. I mean, Nora may have a yeah. She may surprise she for may us. Be like, you know what? I see what these fuckers are talking about online. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna do something completely different. Yeah, and just pick one person. We're like, no, it hasn't been Somerset that whole time. No, stop it, Nora. <laughs> it is not Somerset. That is one person I will guarantee it is not. It is not Somerset. If it was like at, in her home office, I could see it. But her office at Central, no. No. Absolutely not. No. 
he would consider that beneath him to go into Cap Central all the time to steal her candy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So when I asked what everyone's favorite um, candy thief moment, uh, Heidi said in reunion when she's, you know, M for mine, she filed under M. The other grim girl said when Eve almost takes out the IT guy while he's replacing her computer. That's another one of my favorites. Yes. <laughs> Lindsay again says uh, when Peabody finds Eve getting the evidence bag from outside her office window. And Michelle Case says when Eve pulls candy out of the recycler to share some with Rourke and his disdain. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Poor Rourke. So. He is kind of dainty sometimes. Well, you know, I mean, I, <laughs> I can't, I, that would kind of gross me out too. Although I see Eve's point. I mean, yeah, it was in a, a evidence bag, so that's fine but um more like behind where the trash is it wasn't yeah. really in the yeah it wasn't in the trash it was like sitting in behind it yeah so i get it so then i asked what was what do you think the most inventive candy thief moment was not necessarily your favorite but the most inventive place that you think she's I think the chair was the most inventive. Yeah, I yeah. that one was pretty that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Her well not her chair but it was her vi the visitor Visited chair. chair. Yeah. Her chair and then um yeah, the ceiling tile with the die. Cuz there's another yeah. one. I can I can't want to say maybe divided or one of those books where she hid it in the ceiling tiles. Right, but the the dye added the an dye extra. The dye is later on. Yeah, yeah, that added an extra layer to it. That yeah right. makes it fun. Mary, Mary me Ellis said outside the office window is the most inventive. But that's pretty inventive, though. You you have to admit, like most people, you know, okay, they're gonna send somebody in there to get the candy. It's initiation right or whatever, and they're just gonna look inside the office. You know, they're going to look anywhere they can inside the office. They're not necessarily going to open her window and look to right. where she might have taped it, you know, outside of the window. Right. So that was actually pretty that was inventive. Really good. Yeah. Um, the other grim girl said that uh, underneath her AC, her auto chef, where she hmm, taped yeah. it underneath the auto chef one time. So, yeah, it looks like most people are agreeing that it, it's probably an initiation, right? Yeah. Which, so, I mean, yeah, that's my thought. I yeah. mean, really, it's just, it just makes the most sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And like I said, you know, this is all speculation. And like right. I said, Nora probably has read all this these comments and she's going to be like yeah do you think she is what they want because she said from the very beginning that she knows who it is yeah yeah so that's true do you think she's she would update no. it i mean no no i don't she might but yeah so i think she wants to surprise everyone yeah but i think she, does, she sticks to her guns 
mm-hmm. for the most part. So, but, but the the initiation right thing that's so because then nobody's no one person is responsible, right? Who can she right. go after? She can't go after everybody, right? Right, you know, because everybody's yeah. been a part of it, right? And I think the the fun part about that, when and if it ever gets revealed, is her finding out exactly how many people have been involved mm-hmm. and who. Yeah. Rourke being involved is going to, yeah. you know, blow her mind. But if, if like, you know, Mira is involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be like hilarious. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know that Mira maybe has done it. I think maybe more that she knows about it and finds it amusing, but maybe hasn't actually taken it. Herself. You don't think somebody said like, come on. I, I, I mean, maybe. Maybe in in uh, Faithless and Death, she like dressed up in her burglar clothes and went out that on the true. op with that everybody. Like so, that, you know, right. you never know. I mean, she's getting to the point where she's like, and she's pretty smart. Oh, she's brilliant. You know, I just know she, I, she's so classy. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see her like sneaking into Eve's office to steal candy. I don't know. Well, but maybe yeah. she has. Maybe Who she knows. Has. You know, like just for the fun I of mean, it. Just for like. Just for the fun of it. Yep. Absolutely. You know, I think any of us would have, you know, at least once just for the fun of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know. So Tara says, did you get the message? Oh. <laughs> well, my, my watch just buzzed and now I did. <laughs> Should be wrapping up here the next 15 to 20 minutes. And then I have a 35 minute drive home. I mean, uh, she can just tell us who it is, who she thinks it is. That's true. Um, Oh, no. What if I recorded my own candy thief theory and sent it to you in a file and you could add it? to Yeah, absolutely. Sent it to that. Hi guys. This is Tara. And I unfortunately was not able to record with Jen and Amy on the Candy Thief episode, which was very sad for me because I love the Candy Thief. And I'm super grateful to AJ for being able to edit in my commentary after the fact. Um, I have not heard any of the episode as they recorded earlier tonight. And I am recording now just a little bit later. So hopefully this will not be too much of a repeat of the things that they said. I, um, I'm not going to talk about appearances of the candy thief. Um, they have no doubt discussed the instances mentioned in the series already. And I honestly could not tell you what books, any of the scenes that I know are actually in, like I can see the scenes, um, you know, remembering how they go, but I couldn't tell you what books they're in. So, um, (laughs) Just really, really just wanted to be here to give you my overall thoughts on The Candy Thief. So, first and foremost, I love The Candy Thief plot line, side thing, whatever you want to call it. Um, But I love it. I think it's a nice, fun addition to the series. I think that she is so talented at putting little things in here and there that that are not necessarily part of an create an in-depth book formula, but it's something that is familiar and fun to like touch back on and to think about and to honestly give us the material that we needed 
to do for the episode tonight or needed have to create the episode for tonight is, you know, just something else fun to talk about, I guess. And so that was something that I have always loved is like, Ooh, there's another uh, instance of a candy thief. And, and then you're like, oh, I wonder who it is. And every time, every time it gets brought up, you're like, Oh, I wonder who it is. But then the story keeps going and you don't have time to think about that. Like that's not important. And then in a couple more books, you get a candy thief reference again. And you're like, Oh, I wonder who it is. And it is fun. I don't know. I really, really enjoy it. Um, so there are several candy thief theories out there that I'm sure that the girls talked about in the episode. Um, I know there were some comments on our social media pages that the girls had asked for everyone's thoughts on the candy thief, what their theories were. I remember on the forum, uh, the indeath.net forum, we talked, um, we had a candy thief thread and we, we discussed at length what our thoughts were, why we thought this way, blah, blah, blah. And it feels to me, and I could be wrong, but it feels to me like the most popular theory is that the candy thief is not one singular person, but it is instead a group of people working against Eve to take her candy away. <laughs> and that group of people would be the homicide bullpen. Um, there's, I guess, some, some, uh, some merit in saying that it could be someone like Feeney or Rourke or McNabb. Um, we've, there are times where in the series where Eve has actively accused all three of them at some point of being like, have you been in my office stealing candy? And, but like, I feel like that's child's play for all of them. I think all three of them could easily steal Eve's candy without it being a thing. And why would Rourke need to steal Eve's candy? He like, he can get his own. And for that matter, they're all fucking adults and get their own candy. No, it is more likely in my opinion part of an initiation right for the detectives in homicide or not necessarily the detectives, everyone in homicide, because I believe that the person to find and steal candy from Eve's office, the fastest and most efficiently um, was actually an officer in uniform. And I believe that that was true heart. I believe that they brought true heart in, in the middle of that crazy ass case. And someone said to him, listen, dude, to be one of us, you have to uh, steal candy from E's office. She, from the lieutenant's office, she hides candy in there. You got to get that. And uh, then he'll be one of us. And Drew Hart's like, well, shit, I don't want to mess this up because, you know, she like took a risk on me and she's the greatest thing ever. And I follow all the rules, but also I can't be this loser, odd man out. And da, 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 da. and he just like in a panicky, anxiety driven moment manages to be very successful and steals the candy faster than anyone's ever done. That is my theory on that. I actually believe that the um, whole initiation right came forth after um, Feeney left to go to uh, EDD and Eve became the lieutenant of homicide. I don't even know if those things are like that happened, that if they happened around the same time, I don't know that that's ever been clarified, but my headcanon says that it did. And that made sense to me. So that's what I'm going with. And around that time, um, a handful of detectives who Eve had been a detective with in Homicide um, came up with this initiation right after one of them discovered that Eve was hiding candy in her office. And it became like a joke between this this handful of detectives, like who's going to go in there and steal her candy today or whatever. And sometime in that process, one of these detectives 
um, decided that, oh, we should make this an initiation right. As more new people were coming in the department, as Eve was, you know, building her department up. And um, one of those detectives, um, perhaps the one that made the decision that it should be an initiation right, has actually never successfully stolen candy from Eve's office. But no one realizes it because they're kind of the one that initiated the whole thing. And it's it's just a, a secret that only that person knows. And then I thought about it. I was like, well, which detectives would have been detectives with Eve when, before she was promoted? And I've decided that definitely Detective Cartwright, who was mentioned like once. And I just want to give her some more time in this storyline that I'm adding on to the beautiful one that Nora has written. Um, I've decided that, you know, Cartwright was there and um, Jenkinson and Baxter. We'll just say those are the ones. And let's just say that Baxter is actually the one who started it all. And he's actually never been successful because that's a really fun contrast to the fact that his future partner and also the person he trains is real fucking fast and sly about it. And I love that kind of contrast. And so that's fun. And I honestly, clearly, ridiculously overthinking this way too much. But I have more on that particular theory. And that is someone else in the bullpen who we know and love very much has also never, ever, ever successfully been able to complete the initiation right. And that is, of course, Detective Peabody. There is no way on the planet and I feel this way more than I feel anything about the origin, the origin of the initiation, right? There's no way on this planet that Peabody has ever, ever successfully stolen candy from Eve without being caught. Not even without being caught. I think she would successfully steal it and she wouldn't get caught. But then when Eve would be like, um, yeah, uh, someone stole my candy. Peabody would just like give herself away. I just, I don't think she'd be successful in the bluff there. I think that as an investigator and as an interrogator and as a, a fucking fantastic detective, she can do all those things because they're all job related. She can do undercover shit. She's awesome. But if her partner were to be like, someone stole my fucking candy, Peabody would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like she would give herself away there's no way there's no way she wouldn't give herself away so Peabody has never been successful in stealing the candy and I think that the rest of the group probably gives her a tiny bit of like a a a pass on that because you know she's the boss's partner and it's just it's probably just never going to happen for her um but I guess they're all maybe cheering her on hoping one day Peabody will successfully get that candy I don't know I Guys, I, I overthink this shit so much, but it's fun to think about. <laughs> I really can't wait to hear what other people have to say about my like overly analyzed and and way too, I don't know, r- ridiculous uh, addition to this very simple and basic and probably correct fan theory that I have to be like, yeah, but I have to add all these details that are not necessary. Like I just did that because I'm annoying. So that is the very popular theory that I totally subscribe to, but not as much as I subscribe to my original theory that I've had since early on in my um, in-depth days. I think at this point I had read the entire series up to what had been released when I came up with this theory 
while scrolling through the uh, indeath.net forum and conversation, all the conversations, but I, I don't think I shared this in the forum. If I did, awesome. I don't even know if someone else said this. Maybe someone else did, because I'm sure that it's not an entirely unique um, view, but it's the one that I've always thought. And that is that Eve eats her own fucking candy and she forgets about it because her brain is going way too many fucking directions at once. Eve, you're your own candy thief. And it's really okay. You can get more candy. Your husband owns most of the world. That's it. That's that's literally all I have to say on that. Um, that's maybe the, that's the better theory because it didn't involve me rambling for eight and a half minutes. Um, yeah, <laughs> so that's it. That's me. I'm really sorry that I missed the conversation tonight. Really looking forward to my next recording with the girls, whenever that may be. Theater is consuming my life, but it's wonderful because I get to do theater again and it is the best and it's my outlet and support live theater, especially nonprofit theater. Um, yeah. And thank you for listening. Um, that's it. I, I don't know how to, if you've ever listened to basic snitches, you know, I don't know how to end things. And I just, I'm like an awkward Midwesterner who's like, how do I say goodbye? I'll be here for six more hours saying goodbye. So that's me. Peace out y'all. I will talk to you next time. Bye. I, I also appreciate that. I can't remember which incident it was um, where Rourke says, you know, I can pretty easily like rig up some cameras in here. And, you know, a couple of times they've said something to that effect. Yes. And she's like, no, it's the principle of the thing now. Now it's, <laughs> now it's yep. a battle of wills. You now know? it's a battle of wills. Yes. <laughs> So she's battle refusing his help on it, you know, a battle of wits. Yeah. <laughs> so she's refusing. Cause that's the first thing you think would we'll just put up cameras, you know? Right. Yeah. But now she sees it as a challenge, which is kind of why I felt the, the Feeney theory, you know, I like that because yeah, you know, I mean, does he just like, well, you know, this is like keeping her still training or even though he's not her, trainer anymore you know um, yeah that's not a bad that's not a bad like i said he's definitely a suspect mm-hmm. in yeah my mind. but um, i mean he might even have been the mastermind who is the mastermind let's let's just who let's is just the mastermind that is a good question well let's see let's look at her squad mm-hmm. none of them that we know and love at this point in the series were really there in the beginning right I mean, they were there, but they weren't a big part of the series. Well, but Baxter came in later. Um, he came in. Remember, I think it was Vengeance. He came in. But was he just there and not mentioned, or was he? No, remember he transferred from Anti Crime. Okay. Um, and then, well, Carmichael was there. Okay. Um, so I, I kind of like the idea of it being Carmichael, actually. Masterminding it? Yeah. Hmm. Because she, I love her. I love what Nora has done with her in the last, like, 15 books or so. Because she was just kind of there before and never really right. had a lot of, you know. But she's really brought her kind of to the forefront with her partnership with Santiago and, um, Yeah. 
I could see that. I could see Carmichael being the being the mastermind. But you know, I, that's a tough one because yeah, she was around, and you know, we don't know where when Jenkinson and Renicki came in. Right. Um, they were never mentioned before. What I don't know, treachery or maybe a little before that. So but. when did when did Baxter come in? Baxter came in in Vengeance. That was his first appearance. Okay. So, I mean, the, I mean, Holiday, she mentions that True. somebody had been stealing her candy. <clears throat> True. Um, so maybe. And it wouldn't surprise me if it was Baxter. Yeah. Because that's just something he would do. That's totally something Baxter would do. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. So, yeah. I think I'm, I'm between Baxter and Feeney. Okay. Being the I could see, yeah, I could see Feeney. I could see Baxter. Um, mm-hmm. I could, I could see Feeney. Yeah, yeah. But I could see Carmichael too. I mean, I think that would be a surprise for for us to find out she she yeah brought it all together and yeah um, yeah because I think a lot of people suspect Baxter and Feeney and um you know other random people that. You know, give Eve a lot of shit, basically. Yeah. So, um, but I don't think it's Peabody. Yeah. I know that's been batted around a few times, but no, I think she would, she wouldn't be able to hold that back from Eve, I don't think. So you don't think she's involved at all, or do you I think, think she's involved. She oh, knows. Okay. She knows. Okay. She knows, but I don't think she'd be able to mastermind it and keep that from Eve. Okay. I think that's a pretty big. That's a pretty big you thing. Think to keep so? From. Yeah, I don't think so. Huh? Because Peabody I, tends to. I do kind of like the idea of it being spill, Peabody. She kind of tends to spill her guts for no damn reason, and I think. Well, but if she's know, in on it, true, she knows. She, she knows. Spilled I, her guts. Know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no, you're not wrong at all. I, I just, I have trouble seeing Peabody as a mastermind. Yeah. And I definitely I, I do not like the idea though. No, it is definitely not true. Heart. I don't think um, it's Whitney. I don't think it's Whitney. I don't think it's Rourke. No, I don't think it's for mastermind status. Um, Rourke could be a mastermind. Don't get me wrong. Oh, for <laughs> sure, a hundred percent. He's a mastermind of a lot of things, but not of this. But not for this. No. Um, and I so absolutely yeah. think he's involved. I think he's oh, done yeah. it at least. Once. I love it. I love it. Like I said, I've never thought of that before, but I love it. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I, I think I'm going to go top three for me would be Baxter, Feeney, Carmichael. Okay. One of those two. Because they, they were the ones that were around. Like I said, we didn't know Jenkinson or Renicki until, mm-hmm. you know, later on. And they may have been there, but we didn't see them. Right. Um, and, you know, Santiago, we know, came in later. He transferred in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Peabody's been there since the beginning. She's been there since second book. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just still I still have trouble seeing her as a mastermind. I just I do. I don't know why. I mean, uh, like I, I said, get, you're not I understand. wrong. You're not wrong. I you know I'm sure many people think I'm wrong here, but I I don't know. I just have trouble with it. I I don't know. I can't see it. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, that would be interesting. So who do we who have we? mentioned who if this was an initiation right several people have been involved yeah who else did they get to to do this like outside of the squad yeah 
Webster? Oh, Webster for sure. <laughs> Webster for sure. Okay. Has done it. Um, Mavis? Mavis. I could see that. I could definitely see that because there's a lot of times where she's in the office. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Nadine. Nadine. Definitely. Let's see. Whitney. We said already. Uh, Tibble is, I don't know. He's a, he, he's a question mark for me. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know about him because we don't see him in the division. Right. Yeah. He's not. No. Yeah. I don't think he's involved. He's he's never been down more. I mean, more than once that I can think of. Yeah. I'm, I, I would say no on that. No. I would say no on Tibble. Um, do you know who would be a fun one? Um, the new, the new, uh, What's his name? Um, the new media liaison. That not an asshole. Oh, what is it? Keon. I don't remember. Or, oh Keon? yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would be a fun one. Yeah. Or no, is Keon the? He's the bad one. He's the one from. I think Security. Chang. No, that was uh, Chang. That was Chang. Yeah. 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 So I think I yeah because he's been around quite a bit and I bet you right. I bet you he's mm-hmm. in on it. I wouldn't be surprised by that because he. he he and Eve seem to get along pretty well. So yeah, I can see that. Um, Shelby. Shelby. Oh yeah. She came into the squad. Yeah. She's in the squad. <laughs> so she had to do it for sure. Um, let's see who else. I think Morris has. Oh, Morris is who I had in my head. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Has he ever been in the, in the squad room? Um, I'm sure he has. I think so. Yeah. I can't remember. But. I can't remember if he's actually like physically on page been there, but I bet he has at some point. Is hmm. yeah. you know as involved as he is with that squad? I bet you. I bet you. Right. He has. Yeah. Dicky. Uh, we don't see Dicky bring Dicky into. I don't think they bring Dicky in. I don't think they bring Dicky in. No. No, I don't think so. I agree. Yeah. Somebody else in that Harvo maybe. Harp. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Harbo. <laughs> I bet you she is. Yep. Um, she would absolutely do it. She would do it. Um, let's see. I don't think Leonardo. No. He's, he's he didn't he not have the balls for it. No. 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 Yeah. No, he does not have truck nuts. Bella. Bella. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's too I, young. I, I, I bet you she gets in on it, though. As she gets older, I bet you. <laughs> I do. That's funny. Oh, she would absolutely when she's older. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. she would. <laughs> um, Mr. Mira? No. <laughs> I'm just Mr. throwing Mira. out random secondary <laughs> characters at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, I don't think Mr. Mira. I don't think Mr. Mira is in on it either. <laughs> I'm still having a hard time buying Mira being in on it. So I definitely don't I, think Mr. Mira I, is. You know, I honestly, if it's an initiation ride, I really do believe that Mira has actually oh, I, done it at least I once. I totally get it. I totally get it. I yeah. just, it's going to take me a while for my brain to get there. <laughs> I think McNabb is I get it. Oh, um, what's her name from EDD? Uh, the other, the, um, the one with the boobs. What's oh. her name? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, she's absolutely done it as well. Yeah. The one that works with McNabb and Uh-huh. Oh, what's her name? Why can't I think of it? She was with him um when they went to Ireland uh, in yeah. Shadows. Yeah. Calendar. Oh, okay, yes. Mm-hmm. 
So if we keep this under an hour, we've got about 15 minutes or so left. Mm -hmm. And um, there's one thing, so I mentioned it already to you and Tara, but it was just funny because, um, you know, in researching this episode, I'm looking through the books and I'm, you know, I'm searching on my Kindle. And of course I'm searching for candy, right? You know, that word um, to see any candy thief references. I didn't, I hadn't realized before how many times uh, Nora uses the phrase candy pink. Candy pink, yeah. To describe the color of something. Yeah. Like something somebody's wearing or, you know, um, I would say a good, not quite half the books. Okay. Uses candy pink to, in, to describe the color of something. Yeah, so that's I, not surprising to me at all. Vengeance, judgment, reunion, portrait, imitation, origin, innocence, strangers, salvation, <laughs> fantasy. I put down three times. Oh, two, wow. two candy pink references and one cotton candy pink. Oh, my. In celebrity, she describes something as hot candy pink. Delusion calculated. Okay. Thanks. Thankless. Festive. Eve says Peabody looks like a pink candy because she was dressed all in pink. Oh. In Obsession, Eve uh, describes the boots Peabody's wearing as hard candy pink. Okay. Apprentice, Secrets Twice. Yeah. In in Dark, Jenkinson's tie had hard candy pink elephants. Yeah. Uh, later on, they were at someplace questioning someone, and there was a candy striped duvet. And then she described a character as pretty in a candy-coated way. Like, what does that even mean? I mean, I don't know. Vendetta, Mavis's hair, it said, uh, Mavis's nod to pink fountained around her head in hair as bright as candy. So it's still candy pink, but oh my God. Golden Harvo had hot candy pink booties on. And Faithless, Mavis again had candy pink hair when they went to tour the house that she and Leonardo bought. And one of the house uh, rooms in the new house was candy pink. But even apart from that, for example, seduction, she describes something as being candy apple red, which is, that's pretty. That's a pretty, yeah, standard. Yeah, standard. Yeah. In memories, uh, describes something as looking like a candy cane. In her innocent, she said something was the color of cotton candy, which, okay, but that's it's not pink. a color. Is it pink? Is it purple? It's cotton pink. candy is. Well, cotton candy can be a lot of colors. I've it seen it blue. It can be any color, but it's... I've seen it purple. Tra- I've seen it green. Traditionally, it's pink. Traditionally, I mean, it's pink, but it, it doesn't say that. Yeah. I mean, te- right. technically, you would say, yeah, pink. You would probably think yeah. of pink. Yeah. But um, in Strangers, something was candy-striped. Salvation, she mm-hmm. described a candy blue sky. So, yeah, indulgence, somebody had candy red heels on. In Treachery, Bella's dress had candy pink. Pink candy hearts on it. Aw. And in Brotherhood, Peabody was wearing candy green. Candy green, huh? Yeah. So, That's yeah, she she likes to use candy mm-hmm. in descriptions of stuff. Yeah, she does. She likes candy. She does like candy. And I mean, who doesn't? Right. You know, I don't blame her. Yeah. No, not yeah, at all. Obviously. Um, I like candy as well. I mean, yeah. So. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, I think that's probably about it for the candy thing. There's not mm-hmm. much more we can say. I mean, There's we've not much more we talked can say. about. Yeah. 
everything we could possibly talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Last week's episode. Let me see if there's any. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, Hertz line. This book says, thank you for the longest episode yet. <laughs> Much appreciated and thoroughly enjoyed. Love the discussion, as always. Keep up the great work, ladies. So thank you, Hertz Linus Books. The other Grim Girl said, I feel like this book, so that's um, Portrait, is one of those in the series that is so important for everyone's character development. We get to see Eve and Rourke actually talk through their problems and work things out, and we get to see Rourke work through very personal trauma. The books diving into Rourke's past have always been the ones I enjoy the most, but this one is hands down my favorite. Like New York to Dallas, it represents a turning point in the series. Plus, we get to meet Sinead. And I said, I answered it as Sinead and Rourke's whole, Sinead and Rourke's whole Irish family are such a good addition to this series. So nice to see even Rourke work out problems this way, though I feel like these skills are going to go right out the window when we get to divide. <laughs> and yep. she said, that's fair. At least those tools stick after New York to Dallas. I was so pleased when Rourke saw Cobb in shadows and instead of dealing with it on his own or holding back details, he explained Eve things to Eve. And I was even more pleased when Eve listened to him. And took him seriously. Relationship growth at its finest. Yeah. So oh, I, I agree 100% with that. 100%. Yeah. Well, Dana did send us a tweet. Right. But it wasn't about that episode. Okay. It was... I'm At Oscar Meyer... I'm going to get the hot dog experts for this question. <laughs> <laughs> and she tagged well. President Obama in this in this tweet because he does not think a hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah. I mean, so. I, you know, <laughs> even Obama can be wrong about stuff. You know? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, you and I had quite the We exchange. did. We had quite the exchange the other day about it. <laughs> because Don brought it up in the Facebook group. Yeah. I, I you know, I mean, it's a it's it's an interesting question. It is an interesting question. And like we said, you and I are gonna have to agree to disagree. We're gonna have to agree to disagree, I think. <laughs> um now Susan C S I said thought of this later i don't usually fan cast a non-regular character but i've always pictured edie mcclurg as pa spence oh and yeah, yeah i can see that yeah i can see that for sure yeah we do have a new review on itunes oh nice a good one um, grandma sue yeah she gives a five-star <laughs> review um yeah she gave us a five-star review and she says if you like the J.D. Robb series, you will enjoy this podcast. I don't always agree with the ladies' opinions, but I am always entertained. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, I'll take that. I, I don't think we... I would even go so far as to think, say that I feel like most people wouldn't agree with a lot of our opinions. <laughs> no, I agree with that, too. 
<laughs> like, you know, my my Mavis shade. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, your Mavis shade. My Mavis um, shade. In my opinion about whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich, probably. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I'm sure wow. I've got... And many not, others. You know, I mean, it, it, the thing is, the whole point yes. is to entertain people. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I don't think we really care much if people agree with that. <laughs> no. I mean, we, I mean it's we've nice when been, you do. We've both been in fandom for so long that if we can't take people not agreeing with us, we shouldn't be here. So, Right, exactly. You know, so, and, and, you know I mean, that's what people disagreeing i mean having differing opinions that's what makes things interesting yep. in life makes so the world I'm, go around i'm 100 for somebody saying like i don't agree with you on this or this you know right absolutely like bring it up to yeah. us bring it up let us Exa- know yeah i mean i i'd like to know like yeah what don't you know. agree with this yeah let us we'll know discuss and so it. we can discuss it on the show we love to discuss stuff like that and to tell you why you're wrong no i'm just kidding exactly. <laughs> And really, you know, I mean, people not agreeing with us is the whole reason we do the we review the reviews episodes. Yep. 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 So there is yep. a whole episode full of people that don't agree with us. Yeah. You know, so Absolutely. um, which speaking of which uh, that's next week, hopefully. Yes, hopefully. If, if we Tara can be with her. us. Yeah. If Tara can't be with us, then. Oof. I guess no, it's we just gotta have meeting. Tara for review the reviews. We got yeah, it. yeah, it's not the same. You so know, if we have to switch to a different night or something, then we'll do that because yeah, we gotta have Tara. Yeah, for sure. I want to plug something while we're here. Yeah. Speaking of, we review the reviews because um, I don't think I've said this on the regular show, um, but we review the reviews is so popular on our show. And I've, and I've mentioned it to Caitlin many times, like how popular we we review the reviews is. And Kat Dorman said, I would listen to you guys review the reviews of anything, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And I mentioned it to Caitlin and I said, you know, that would make actually a really great podcast. It would. You know, review the reviews. Wouldn't that? Made the great podcast. And Caitlin agreed. So Caitlin decided to create her own podcast where she and a friend of hers are going to review the reviews. And um, you can find it. I think it's right now. It's only up on Apple iTunes. Yeah, and iTunes. they're they're on Podbean mm-hmm. and on iTunes. Uh, yeah. The name of the show yeah, is. I found, I found it on Podbean. Okay, so, because but I use Podbean for a lot of stuff. So the name of the show is Review This, and they just review reviews. They they yeah. pick a topic and or pick something that they've both seen or heard. They're mostly right now they're it's entertainment based, you know, they did their first episode was they reviewed the reviews for the spice girls, spice album, spice world, spice world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after that, I think it was uh, space jam Two. space jam Two. They've done four so far. I think only two are up and, and <laughs> she's a little slower than me in editing, but you know, she'll get better at that. She'll get there, <laughs> but don't it's give, don't give Caitlin a listen. She's fun. Yeah, it's it really I, the um, episodes that I listened to were really good. Actually, I was I, w- I don't want to say I was surprised, but, you know, I'm like, well, how much can you say about the Spice Girls? Really? Right. But, right. <laughs> their opinion, a lot of their opinions were like, oh, this is really interesting to hear yeah. their opinions on that, because, you know, 
Oh, I think this last one, they reviewed the reviews of the first Harry Potter book. Ooh, I'm sure I'm that went well. That. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, the podcast is called Review This with Caitlin and her friend Kara. And if you're interested, just go to Podbean or you can go to Apple uh, Podcasts and listen to it on that and give her a review. <laughs> and they were like, maybe, you know, if we get enough reviews, we'll review our own reviews on her. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Maybe we so. should review our own reviews. You know, that would be pretty boring because they've all been pretty positive. They've all been good so far. But if we get a, <laughs> yeah, if we get a bad one, you know that we're going to yeah. review that review. That's Well, we have know. the one that there was a whole thread about how brash I am. and Oh, yeah. That was on the briefing. That was, that was, that was on a Facebook We didn't talk group. about it here. But yeah, there was yeah. Uh, in, in one of the Facebook groups, somebody went on and said that they just couldn't listen to our show because they couldn't stand Jen's voice. <laughs> <laughs> and i happen to be in that group thank you very much so yeah i i had some things to say it was pretty hilarious yeah <laughs> that whole exchange was pretty hilarious yeah because so. she didn't answer me she didn't know what to say i don't think yeah well because i i don't think she expected me to be in there no and there i was yeah because i was just like hey there i'm the brash annoying one how you doing <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, for a couple weeks after that, I was kind of self-conscious about any laughing I did or anything on the show because of that comment. You can't. And then I was, no, I know. And then after that, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. People like us. One person's opinion isn't bothering me anymore. Yeah. The unfortunate thing so. is that's the one that you remember. The, the negative is the one yeah. we remember. And that, yeah, you know, we, that can't be. We have to. Look at all yep. the positives. Yeah, because about ninety percent of the po- the posts responding to that were defending us, right? And like, well, you must not have listened to much of it, or um, oh, I love it, and blah blah blah, and yeah. And there were a few people that were like, well, I've listened, and not my cup of tea. But they they weren't mean at all. They were just like, not my cup of tea, and which is fine. Oh, well, yeah. I get it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, if you're somebody that listens to podcasts a lot, and I am, I, you know, mm-hmm. there are plenty of podcasts that I tried to yeah. listen to because it sounded interesting, but right. didn't care for the hosts or whatever. And that's fine. Yeah. I mean, and there was I, one, there was one lady, I want to say she was, I want to say she was maybe a little older because she, she was kind of cute. She was like, they're so unprofessional and they swear a lot. <laughs> if this is supposed to be a, if this is supposed to be, you know, a, a product for, you know, for the in-depth, you know, whatever. And I'm just, and I just was like, well, it's not, we're just fans like you. We're just discussing the show, the books and, you know, different things about them. And she came back and she was like, oh, I didn't realize that. I thought this was kind of a like official thing and you were trying and you should be more professional but if it's no. just fans that's fine <laughs> not at all but, so i don't think know. i just don't think she understood what we were doing oh, look i i mean i'm sitting here yeah. in my bedroom and yeah. uh jen's sitting there in her dining room and there's yep. no like <laughs> we don't have a studio or anything like that i mean we're just yeah i mean it is what it is but um but yeah, I mean, it's, we're not for everyone, just like these books aren't for everyone. And yeah. I, you know, but I still appreciate like someone like Grandma Sue says, you know, they, she doesn't always agree with us, but she still listens and she's still entertained. And that's the whole point. That's of it. the whole and point. 
and can we we can't thank you guys enough yeah. for being so great and so supportive over this past year. When we started doing this, we had no idea how it was going to go, how it was going to if it was going to take off, what was going to happen, and you guys have been, you know, ride or die with us and it's been great. We love it. Yeah, I think we'd be kind of blown away by the uh, yeah the outpouring of uh, support. Yes. I think the people that are our patrons on Patreon, mm-hmm. we really appreciate you guys. Yeah, um, people know, all our regular Instagram, Twitter, yeah. Facebook groups. You know, you guys are you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. We love we you. We one hundred percent want to hear your opinions on everything even if you yeah. don't agree with us and you know what if the, i i might do this in the facebook group if there's something you want to say and you can't find a spot for it either start a start a topic or just start throw it on another thread we'll i'll see it I, we're and so all of us will we're we're all admins in that facebook group so i'm a silent partner in that facebook group you i are, will see you your do, comment but you i will not, not comment facebook. on it <laughs> <laughs> So but yeah, no, always, we always want to hear your thoughts, you guys. So yes. don't, don't hold back because you can't find a spot to put it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you can also just add us on Twitter is fine too. If you want to do yeah. it that way. Add us on, you know, we're on all the social medias, as we say in all of our episodes, mm-hmm. we're on all the social medias under podcast and death and, you know, comment and, you know, if you don't agree with us, let us know that too, because we don't want people yeah. just to be like, yeah, 100% agree yeah. with you guys. We you don't know, want I mean, that's in. not interesting. No. So if you don't agree with us, tell us that too. Yeah. I, I mean, would come like on, you to guys. We, heard, we quite often agree with each other, but not always. So <laughs> it's not gonna, it's not gonna upset us if you would, if you disagree with us, trust me. And I think there were probably times when we disagreed with each other and, then you know, but the, the point the other person was making, I might, you know, like you might've made mm-hmm. a point that I disagreed with, but then went, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Same. Yeah. That makes sense. Same. Actually, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you may be right. You know, even though I yeah. might've disagreed with it at, at the beginning. So that's why we do want to hear if, if you disagree with us, we want to hear why, what do you disagree about sure. so that we can hear it and go like, Oh, okay. Well, you, you know what? Well, you've got a point. That's another fun thing about fandom guys. Your thoughts evolve. Hopefully you don't dig in your heels and stick to one way of thinking because that just makes for a boring and really annoying person, honestly. Right. Yeah. So I, I've run up against plenty of them in fandom and they're the worst. (laughs) We don't want to be that person. We don't don't want to be be that that person. person. Um, But we also, I mean, if you want to go so far as to contact us and say like, Hey, I want to be on the show and want to talk about this particular topic. Where, where for that also, if you want to yeah. do that, if you're brave enough to do that, yeah, let us know. We don't bite. Not very hard. Not very hard. Well, we can't do much from long distance. Anyway, I can't do much to you from my <laughs> desk hey, in my bedroom. Anyone that's been a guest. They've all had fun. Yeah. They've all even had, even even our famous guests had a blast. It seemed like so. Seemed like yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. I think that's that's probably about it. You know, they need a they need a short episode after last week. <laughs> I know they need a little bit of a break. I mean, I should also mention that Jen and I are wearing our matching shirts. We, we are. Have our, we both have our Rourke Parts shirt Rourke on. Rourke Parts shirts on. Yeah. And uh, that that comes from our merch. Yeah, no, it wasn't planned. 
but the so both of these come uh, come from our merch store we have a merch store so you know go over there and check it out it's you'll have there we have a link on our website but we also have a link on our um instagram uh if you go to our the, our bio our bio <laughs> yeah if you go yeah so if we have a link in our bio and it and it has a link to the merch store so if you go over there um, you know what i'll throw a link in the facebook group too i don't think i've done that yeah throw a link in the facebook group that'd be that and i think that's it really sad that that tara wasn't uh able to join us makes me sad that she's been so busy but so it'll it'll calm down for her soon yeah it always does yeah it's just she's got this thing going on and she's got a she's got a main role right in this play yeah, so, um, so yeah, that's part of it. And then she had a board meeting tonight, so. Right. So, again, next week we review the reviews and we will have Tara with us. Hell or high water. Hell or high water, we will have Tara with us. So, yeah, next week we review the reviews and we hope to see you here for that. Yeah. So, for this episode of Podcast and Death, this is AJ. This is Jen. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo, and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 205-4-ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slotch it to you.